Hi, I'm Pastor Neil, and welcome to the Pastor's Table. Did you know that Jesus says that all of us are supposed to do the work of an evangelist? Today we're going to be talking about that. So grab some popcorn, grab your pen, grab some paper, settle in, because it's going to be a great episode. Hi, and welcome back to the Pastor's Table. I, I'm, we're going to be talking about living the gospel and what that really looks like. And uh, if you have your Bibles, you can turn with me uh, to uh, 2 Timothy 4. And I'm going to be reading in the Amplified. It says, I charge you in the presence of God and of Jesus Christ. And this is a charge to Timothy, who was a leader uh, in, his, uh, in his right. And, uh, but you are a leader. You may not be a pastor, you may not be a leader of a, a large congregation, or you might, you might be a leader in your workplace, you might be a leader in your family. Uh, there's always a place where you are a leader. Uh, don't, I wouldn't say step into the leadership, like above you, because you don't really want to do that. But you have an area where you're leading, and That's please right. know it. Mm -hmm. Because this is a charge for you. And mm -hmm. if you know what you're leading, you know who you're leading, this will help you greatly. Amen. I charge you in the presence of God and Jesus Christ, who is the judge of living and the dead, and by in the light of his coming and his kingdom. Herald and preach the word. Keep your sense of urgency. Stand by, the hand, uh, stand by be at hand and ready, whether the opportunity seems favorable or unfavorable. Mm. It says where we're in season or out of season, being always ready with an answer. Yep. Whether it is convenient or, oh, I like this amplified. <laughs> whether it is convenient or inconvenient, whether it is welcome or unwelcome. Let me tell you, there's going to be times when you're busy. I have to go do this. I have to pick up the kids. I have to go, I have yeah. to get this ready for work. Yeah. I have to go, uh, uh, I have to run. And you're, you know, and then you're going to quickly pick up that thing at Starbucks. And then all of a sudden there's someone there and the Holy Spirit prompts you, go speak to them. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to be in inconvenient times. There's going to be convenient times where you're sitting, you know, at a, at a, a spot with a friend and then it, the, the door will open up easily. But there's going to be times when you have to stop. You, that's where you have to be ready. Mm -hmm. Instant, in season and out. Mm -hmm. And uh, or whether uh, welcome or unwelcome, because sometimes they're not going to want to hear what you have to say. Mm -hmm. But say it anyway. You as a preacher of the word, you are a preacher of the word, people. Mm -hmm. Anyone who are hearing me, you, you are preaching the gospel. The words are to show people what their lives, the way their lives are wrong. <laughs> so you think they're going to like it? No, sometimes they don't. That'll be the inconvenient part. <laughs> That's the inconvenient part. And they get offended sometimes. <laughs> and convince them, rebuke and correcting, warning and urging and encouraging them. Being unflaggingly and inexhaustible in patience and te teaching. For the time is coming when people will not tolerate or endure the sound of wholesome instruction, of having itching ears mm. for something pleasing and gratifying. And don't you know that's happening all the time? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They will gather them to themselves, one teacher after another, to consider to a considerable number chosen to satisfying their own liking and to foster the errors that they hold. And will set, turn aside from hearing the truth and wander off in myths and man-made fictions. As for you, you who are hearing my voice right now, be calm and cool and steady, accept and suffer unflinchingly every hardship and do the work of an evangelist. Fully perform all the duties of your ministry. Amen. Amen. 
And uh, we do have the fivefold ministry. There's the fivefold ministry of the pe preachers, teachers, evangelists, pastors, uh, and, and, and uh, apostles. And not everybody is a five in the fivefold ministry. And, and just because it's on their business card doesn't mean that, that that's who they are. <laughs> But <laughs> for all of us, we true. are all to do the, the work of the evangelist. Yeah. We are, that's our first thing. Mm -hmm. The first thing we are to do is to preach the gospel. Uh, uh, Jesus said, that's all he said. He said, preach about him. Preach mm -hmm. the gospel. Mm -hmm. That's what you're to do. That's the first thing that you're to do. Mm -hmm. And it's preaching the good news. Right. The good news of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Don't you remember when you were saved? How, you know, it, it, like, mm -hmm. when I was saved, you know, like I was saved. I think my, my salvation was the same, pretty much the same as yours as a child. My mom came to me. I was playing. I think I was even playing under a crib, my sister's crib or something. I was just playing with my, I don't know what I was playing with, Barbies or dolls. And my mom said, oh, you know, Jesus came and died for your sins. And, you know, don't you want to be saved? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Sure, I do. Yeah, that sounds great. And I continued to play. But here's the thing. I remember not much about my youth, but I remember when I said, sure, yes. Mm -hmm. I said yes to Jesus. I remembered it. That yeah. was the moment, and I know that I was born again. Mm -hmm. And even not remembering much, not knowing much, being just a child, I remembered that moment. And it was the gospel that saved me, mm -hmm. that God died for my sins and, and I am saved mm -hmm. when I receive what he did and say that he is Lord. Mm -hmm. And it's so simple. But sometimes we say something else or we, do, we, we get, get into a situation and we're not, we don't feel like, you know, and, and it's that out of season time. Mm -hmm. And we don't know what to say and we don't know what to do. But always leading to what Jesus did for you. Mm -hmm. The good news mm -hmm. is the one thing that people can't can't explain away mm -hmm. Amen. the power of salvation absolutely yeah. Yeah. I, I was saved as a little girl too and well you know as a little girl sounds funny but we talk like that don't we <laughs> um, and and it was a marker absolutely I think that the greatest thing that that because it was small and I just believed people I've always believed God loved me mm -hmm. I didn't always believe that I loved him as much as he loved me mm -hmm. but I always believed that God loved me and that didn't uh, excuse or make a way so that I never sinned again. Mm -hmm. um, but, but certainly I was very aware when I sinned. There were times when I tried to drown out that voice, but that did not work either. <laughs> and, uh, and that would be another inconvenience of the gospel. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I remember I was coming out of church one day and I had to go somewhere and it was some, it, like it was an important meeting. And, and I never liked to be like, and so I was leaving a little bit early so that I would be there in a prompt manner, walking out the door, and I noticed this person, and they were upset. And I got all the way in, and at that time I was driving a truck, hopped in my truck, and I, was, I sat down and went, I gotta do this. Mm -hmm. It's gonna make me light. Mm -hmm. I was light, but I went and did a minister to this person. And just the other day, you know, and, and those times, and. And it was great, and God moved and was able to pray with that person. Mm -hmm. And just recently, again, a, a few weeks ago, I, I was putting fuel in my car, and, and I was in a time limit. You know, I had two hours that I needed to accomplish several things. And in that gap, and so I, I finished putting gasoline in the car, and I look up, and there's this person just all of a sudden just burst into tears standing there in front of the, the gas station. I don't know what the problem is. Maybe they couldn't pay for their gas. I didn't know. 
but they completely fell apart. And I looked down, and same thing. I'm like, I look at the time. I'm like, I've got two hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, I pull over, get out of my car. Is there anything I can do? And they fell apart. This person who never seen me before tells me their whole life story mm -hmm. in like three minutes or less. And how she was just so broken and somebody had lied about her to her, her uh, boyfriend. And she'd been wanting a boyfriend for so long. She'd been praying about it. So she was a prayer. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and somebody had come around and, and done a, a very bad, bad thing to her and had lied about her and her boyfriend believed that and, and she just thought he was the nicest person and, and it was complete lies and how could she undo it because they didn't know each other yet well enough mm. for that person to know him. And I said, well, we, we could just pray and, and believe God and that, that that truth, you know, the Bible says the lip of truth should be established forever, lying tongues but for a moment. And I said, we could just agree and she got a text in that moment. You know what, let's work this out. I forgive you, let's work it out she, while we're standing there. Mm. And <laughs> Tears in her face, waves at me, and off she went. And I never saw her again. We never got names. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and, and I was a little late for the getting back in my two hours. I didn't quite get what I needed done in two hours, but that was more needful. And, that, you know, that really speaks to something. Um, when we're born-again Christians, we need to ask ourselves, is our life fully submitted to Him? Have we fully submitted to Him so that we're available for those moments where it's not necessarily convenient for us mm -hmm. but because we're fully submitted to him we hear his voice and we act on on that because you know you took that time you sowed a seed or you were watering a seed mm -hmm. and god's going to bring an increase and you even got to see the increase yeah. in that moment there which is not always happen either yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know a lot of the times a lot of the times when you're evangelizing and you're talking to people about about god you don't necessarily see the increase right then and there but you know, I mean, it says in the Bible, it, it was that I, Paul, sow the seed, Apollos waters, but God brings the increase. Right. But we have to be available. And we have to put our schedule, like Pastor Gwen was talking about, on, yeah, we have our schedule and the things that we need to get done, but are, have you, are you holding that loosely so that you can still hear the Holy Spirit in those moments and know that you're still going to be able to get everything. You've got everything done on your I, list. I did. Not in your time frame. No. <laughs> but in God's time frame. Absolutely. And it's still, there was nobody put out. There was, you know, uh, um, but you had that opportunity to sow the word of God and peace and the love of God into that person's life. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I'm more cautious today because of the times that I didn't do that. Mm. <laughs> and then I've gone home and go, you know. Yeah. I should have done that. Yeah. You know that we're we're just real. This is this is this is truth out. You know I don't I haven't always listened or moved yeah. when I should have. Mm -hmm. And and so as I've gone along, I want to learn from that. I don't want to go back and go. Ugh, I don't like that feeling at the end of the day when you go. Wow, I could I could have, yeah. but I didn't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'd rather just have the be late, which is uncomfortable for my personality. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and just that's just how God made me. I don't like to be late. So it's like going way into my inconvenient, uncomfortable zone. <laughs> but uh, learning to do these things, we want to encourage people to, you, it's going to be all right. No matter how God's made you, God will work with that. And, yeah. and we can learn to be okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and if you are a time-sensitive uh, person, God will help you too, and like he helps me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. 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 <laughs>
there's always uh, a way to find a door. Uh, and also, too, there's been times when I've, like, been, God's told me to do something. It's like, oh, like, you know, buy a sandwich for that person mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. do something, you know. And, and sometimes, uh, like, it'll happen sometimes where I'll go in, I'll buy a sandwich, and, you know, that person is sometimes not there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I still hold, heard from God mm-hmm. a- in those times. That's good. And uh, you can know that, you know, it, it was God's heart to bless that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, God is talking all the time to people. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can just be ready, ready to listen, ready to speak at all times and do that work of the evangelist. And that's like telling people about Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. and th- that's the thing that people need to hear, right, is about him. And sometimes we get ahead of ourselves and uh, we are talking with our friends about things that were the revelation that we're getting at church or what we're reading from our Bible and, and all those things. And it's so good. And, and then you get shot down among your friends and you wonder why. Mm-hmm. Why? They're not believers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they don't believe <laughs> that he is Lord yet. Mm-hmm. But you, that's where you can start. Mm-hmm. You want to start with people where they're at, mm-hmm. not where you're at. Mm-hmm. And you want, and we always want to be uh, delivering what people need. And we don't know what people need, yeah. but the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit does, does mm-hmm. know what people need. Mm-hmm. And we can, if we're in tune with him and listening to what he's saying, uh, we, can, uh, we can deliver what they need. And uh, they'll be blessed, and we'll be blessed too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there, like, uh, there was a book, uh, Extreme Van- Evangelism, or uh, I, I forget. It was um, there's some book about evangelism, and and how it it was so important to listen to the Holy Spirit and give those words because we can get words of knowledge, you know, we mm-hmm. can get words yes. of wisdom for people, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's not from our own brain Mm -hmm. and it can be kind of scary Mm -hmm. when you go up to someone and tell them something that is totally not what you would go up and talk to a stranger about oh totally (laughs) 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 but it's But that sounds like a scary I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your eyes just yeah, <laughs> stand a lot. Yeah. You know, it, I I had an experience and um, <laughs> if if you if you're watching this and you go to Celebration Life, you know Denny. Um, I used to work with Denny uh, um, where I work now, he used to work with me and one day I went to work and my uh, my car um, sprung a leak in the um, the cooling system for the engine and so I had to get it towed to my mechanic and he lived quite close to me at that time and so he he was taking me to and from work um, for a few days actually and uh, we got to talking and and he was we were just talking about stuff he knew I was a born-again Christian and he wasn't at this time and and he um, got to ask me a bunch of questions that I answered about being healing, healed um, from multiple sclerosis and stuff like that. And so I was praying for him one day. And, and uh, Dr. Brown had actually just been here and done a conference. And we could get the USB drives for it. And I knew that, um, I knew that Denny had a, like a three to four hour drive up to his place in the shoe shop. And, and, um, and the Lord said, get one of those uh, USB drives for Denny to listen to. And I'm trying to rationalize this in my mind. I'm like, Dr. Brown? Now, Dr. Brown's, a, you know, he's, he's a great, great preacher and, and has, is full of the word. What I'm thinking about Denny, Denny who is, isn't even a born-again Christian yet at this point, and Dr. Brown? And I'm like, I, I, I had to put my mind aside 
Let me just interject. Why didn't that make sense? Well, to, to like what just we're so to, what people understand, like I know what you're uh, talking about. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. What you it was what you're talking about, Pastor Ann, that that um, what necessarily would minister to you isn't necessarily That's going right. to be ministering to somebody else. And you know, Dr. Brown sometimes, you know, he, he talks on a level that's that that's intense. For mature Christians. For a mature Christian, there we go. That's the perfect way to but I, I knew that's in my spirit. I knew that that's what the Holy Spirit was telling me to do. And it didn't make any sense in my mind. <laughs> but I had to put my mind aside mm -hmm. and trust the Lord. Well, it spoke to Denny. Wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. It spoke to him intensely and, and brought him, opened his eyes to the gospel and to God. And, and he started coming to church. And yeah, it was, it was, it was an amazing thing. And, but if I had have gone with my mind, that wouldn't have happened. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being led. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It, it's not always what we think, and that's the hard part. And that, you see, we get excited. I get excited. If you know me, you know I get excited. And so then I've got to tell it from my perspective or what I think is on my heart or what I think. And I've, we have to listen to God because just because we think something doesn't mean that's what God's saying. That's right. And, and, and it's great that we have great thoughts, and that doesn't mean they're evil thoughts. It doesn't make them bad thoughts. It just means that's not what that person is thinking. So we realize we're all happy about Jesus, but maybe there's something else going on. I was sitting in a, in a it was an ABC. Now they don't have those anymore, so that could tell you how long ago that was. <laughs> and uh, I was there, somebody needed some counsel. And so we had met for coffee, and we were discussing, and they were telling me their life, and I'm listening, and it's lovely and you know and we're I'm ministering the word but I get distracted <laughs> and, and I'm a pretty focused person but this this lady starts vacuuming there's a whole restaurant there's like almost everybody's gone now and we're in one corner she has to vacuum like right by our table and it, it was frankly irritating <laughs> <laughs> but her irritation I, I, I thought, Lord, you know, it's it's loud. It's by our table. There's a whole restaurant she could vacuum, and she's right here beside us. And and as I stopped, because I complained, and then I thought I better listen to the answer. Mm -hmm. And God starts to talk to me about her. Mm. And so before we left, I I had some money in my wallet, and I walked over to her and I said. That person that you're living with who's abusing you, you don't have to stay. Here's enough money for you to get out tonight because I think if you go back there, you're going to get beat up again. And this time it might you might end up on a hospital. It's time for you to leave and it's okay. I, I was shocked. It just kind of came out of my mouth. <laughs> and, and she starts crying. I don't know if I can. I said, yes, you can. And we have this moment. And I give her the money was enough for her to get you know a hotel or something for a night it's important to get outside of ourself yeah it was very inconvenient mm -hmm. yeah. it was irritating mm -hmm. <laughs> it was yeah. not it didn't make sense yeah not at all yeah she was vacuuming mm -hmm. you know it's interesting in hearing what we're talking about uh, the thought comes to mind that quite often if we just simply act in love towards other people in all of the situations we're talking about that helps us sort out a lot of these things that we're talking about. Yeah. You know, like for even in the example that you just gave, right? Love responds that way. It's not going to be irritated. 
It's not touchy, right? We right, read that right, in First yeah. Corinthians 13. <laughs> well, it's not supposed to be. Right? <laughs> so, but love isn't that way. So love mm-hmm. would, is open to hear mm-hmm. the leading of the Lord Amen. in those areas, mm-hmm. right? Quite often those leadings and those promptings is just His grace in us to help us along. And I think if we're, I mean, He is love. So He's thinking that way all the time. Yeah. And if we think in terms of love, if, we're, if that's what's in our heart and motive, then we're open to hear him leading us probably more often than, mm-hmm. than we normally do. Mm-hmm. So love is a really good way to know, am I being led by the Lord or not? Well, what would love do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a really good way to kind of help us sort that out. Is this the Lord? Is it not the Lord? You know, is now the right time? Should, should I be telling what I'm interested in mm-hmm. or should I be meeting them where they're at? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love would help you discern or make the decision, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at where they're at right now mm-hmm. and minister to that, answer to that, speak to that. And, I mean, even the gospel is all about for God so loved the world he gave. Right? So it, it all flows together that way. I think that mm-hmm. helps us discern and make decisions. Amen. Well, be encouraged today. Do the work of the evangelist, and the Holy Spirit's with you, always helping you. Amen. Amen.